Hi everyone, welcome back to the Woman on the Box podcast. It's of course me, Teresa, ODJ, your host. So on this week's episode, I am just going to talk about, of course I'm solo, I'm solo, unfortunately or fortunately, however you like to view that. But I want to talk about following your hat. Um, most people will say your instinct, most people will say your dreams, most people will say your goals, but I want to um, title this episode as Follow Your Hat. So, a lot of people have requested that I read, <laughs> this is interesting, I read the letter I wrote to my then ex-boyfriend um, publicly to just want to know what that letter is in full because I never concluded the recording and I never really read it in full for them to really hear what I did write to um, my then ex-boyfriend. Um, I'm happy to share that letter with you. Um, letter writing is something I do all the time. Um, sometimes even just listening to lyrics. And so people say when they listen to music, they pay attention to the beats. When I listen to music, I pay attention to the lyrics, which is why I am mostly drawn to country music, hip hop, you know, R&B, not hip hop, R&B, um, something very soulful. If it's soulful and I just hear like a line um, that is captivating or deep, I would listen to the entire song. So I'm happy. I'm just going to my email now to share the entire email I wrote to my ex-boyfriend in, I'm looking at the date, it was April 23rd, what a good time, 2014, and it was at 4.23 p.m. That is so interesting. I can't imagine what that girl was doing. She must have been really emotional. Um, The letter has no greeting. It just has a subject, which is hi. And this is his work email, which is just crazy. I wonder how he felt when he just saw like Teresa DJ coming in, an incoming email from me. That would have been weird, uncomfortable from like an ex-girlfriend. But yeah, let's dive right into the email. Then we can dive into the topic of this episode. Ready? Okay. I don't know why I'm writing this now. Maybe I'm just nostalgic of how we used to be, or because I know geographically you're not far away. I hope this email finds you in good health and a cheerful life. I feel somewhat selfish sending you this, and I feel like I should just be an adult and get over you. I mean, I should be able to recognize when something is over and accept it. I thank you, though, for the things you did for me, picking me from work, giving me money, taking me to the pharmacy, introducing me to Game of Thrones, ETC. This email feels bittersweet. Bitter because I would be embarrassed to see or speak to you after you've read it. And sweet because you're an amazing guy and deserve to know that you're loved and you're never far away in my thoughts. I email you in tears though. Yeah, I know I am always crying and I'm too emotional. I love you in an immense amount. I want to hold you again. I want to kiss you forever. I want to have dinners with you. I want us to have family dinners. I want to take 
I want us to take holidays together. I want us to share the beauty of life together. I want to take your daughter shopping, in bracket, with your permission, of course. I want you to be one of the most important person in my in my life. Although I'm upset with you because you tease me with words, I feel you're too scared. It's understandable. I'm scared too. When we were dating, each time you brought up marriage, I would dodge because I wasn't sure what I wanted. All I knew was I want to have a great life experience and that included you. If you asked me now, I would say yes, I want to be married and not because I'm older and mature, but because I've been waiting for the past four years. Just because I didn't mourn about you in the past doesn't mean I never cared. I feel if we communicated effectively, we would still be together. However, the fact that you haven't made any attempt to see me is my realisation that I'm not priority and that you're definitely not interested. Tell me to go away and that you don't want me and I would. Maybe it's what I need. So now you've read this. Do what I'm already used to. Ignore, hide, don't call, make me feel like crap. Take care, Teresa. Exo. Oof, that was intense. So, like, I'm going through this email. So, it's not about the email, but I'm just going to this email and thinking a lot of things. I'm thinking, why would I think that he made me feel like crap? He was like the love of my life. And ignore, hide, don't call. Um, why was I paranoid that he would ignore, he wouldn't, he wouldn't call, you know, he would hide. I have no idea. Anyways, so the reason why I'm sharing this email, by the way, guys, is 1.27 in the morning. I'm recording. Um, and the reason why I'm sharing this email is because I was thinking about something um, today. And I was just thinking about, so you get guessed right. It is an impromptu recording. I was just thinking about following your dreams and following your heart. You know, I was just randomly thinking about what is even the trail that we would follow to happiness or to just some kind of comfortability. What does that look like? You know, as you get older um, and you start thinking more and more about life and you're literally living intentionally, so you're no longer about, you know, that life where you're selfish, you know, you're more intentional about your relationships and your friendships and your career. Um, you're very careful with your decisions. And because in the past you've made decisions that have probably failed you, um, you tend to kind of do an assessment of why that was. And what I realized was when I follow my heart, things went well. And I wanted to just come on here to use my platform to basically advise people to follow their heart, you know, how they feel. As long as you've got a bit of clarity, you know, you don't have a situation where your mind or your, your brain is all scrambled, your heart is confused, and then you make decisions, you got to really think about it and sometimes when you're following your heart is not um an impulsive decision it's probably something that's been there for such a long time and then you just 
decide, you know what, I've been thinking about this for a while. For example, if you've been thinking about quitting your job for the past seven months or seven years, it's time to quit your job. That's you following your heart. If you wake up every day for the past 10 years and you're like, I need to leave this job, I need to leave this job. People think that quitting your job means you're a failure. No, quitting your job doesn't mean you're a failure. You don't know what's on the other side. It just could mean that the other side is the best days of your life. That could be where your destiny lies. You don't know. Um, but you have to take that risk because every morning you're waking up anyways to work at a job that you're unhappy with. Um, so it's also the thing with if you've been thinking about starting up a business or perhaps you've been thinking about a relationship. Like in my case, I, I thought about that relationship with my ex and I just said, you know what, I'm just going to send him this email you know, I'm just going to follow my heart and send him this email and just really be vulnerable and express how I feel in that moment. I'm even thinking about that email now. I'm like, oh my gosh, what was that girl thinking about? She was crying. And I could just imagine because I know how deeply I love that ex and um, just being in tears, you know, the longing um, and writing and just expressing how I feel. And the fact that I actually pursued it 10 years later, you know, it was 10 years later not 10 years later, six years later, I pursued it to, you know, request for a response, you know, that's just following your heart. And that's something I do quite often. I like to follow my heart because I'm very high in spiritual awareness and I don't, I do, I do not joke with my spirituality because just things just unfold if I do, you know, not follow my heart or um, directions that I've been given. I think that it's very important that we start doing that to live our full life. There's fear. There's going to be fear. You're going to be nervous about all those things. You're going to be concerned about rejection. You're going to be concerned about what if you fall? What if you, you know, you have regrets about decisions? Um, no. Listen, let me put it this way. The girl that, for example, let me just put it in a, in a quitting your job context. The girl that have decided to quit her job, you know, is the same girl that got that job. You know, you're not different. You're still smart. You're still a hustler. You're still intelligent. You're driven. You know, I'm going to put you beautiful as well. Not that it's relevant to anything, but you're the girl that got that job. You're the girl that can get other jobs. You're the girl can, that can get what you want. You're the girl that is confident. You're the girl or guy, you know, it depends on the situation, that can do what you want if you set your mind to it. You're going to see, life ha, is a bumpy road. It's as simple as that. I know we want smooth rides, but the bumpy road makes you think. <laughs> can I get an amen? I don't normally do that. <laughs> That's something Patricia Bright would do. Um, hello. So life has life is just a is a bumpy journey, you know. That's why I say roller coaster. Um, you can't always expect life to be great. I mean that that is a very narrow thinking, narrow minded thinking, and that is also an immature, you know, thinking as well. Expectation. You can't think that. Oh, you know what. 
why is this thing happening to me? Why can't I just have clarity? No. Sometimes it might take 10 years for you to find the love of your life. Sometimes it might take 20 years to find the love of your life or for you to connect or maybe reconnect with the love of your life. Sometimes it might take 15 years for you to realize, oh my gosh, I should totally be doing um, HR. I'm using, I'm just using my, you know, my background um, as an example. Um, you'd think I'm very creative, but I kind of lost creativity there. But sometimes, and I, and I would even insert my experience in here because I have a legal background. I am a lawyer, but I'm not practicing. I for I did in-house practice for a while. But I remember just like I enjoyed doing HR and I went into HR and it's something I absolutely love. And you were saying that doing it in your mid 30s, like, oh, isn't that like, why do you have certainty in your mid 30s? No. See, it's society that sort of creates us timelines for us. They say, you need to get married when you're 25, for example. You need to have children, all your children really all your children by 30 i've met thousands of 30 year olds that are still children you know and i've met thousands of 30 no i haven't met them but i've heard of thousands of 30 year olds that are divorced already because they were just not prepared they didn't have the maturity for it there is no timeline to achieving your dream sometimes you need to take your time i know we don't have much time on our hands but Whatever time you have, why are you trying to rush it into sadness, into, you know, something that might not turn out to be blissful? What's the point of that? What I'm trying to say, and I do hope that I make my point, is that you have to wake up, you have to be encouraged, and you have to follow your heart. Don't settle. Don't settle in a job that makes you miserable. Don't settle in a job that makes you pretend because that income you're earning is not even worth it. Your job can't pay you enough for your peace. It can't even pay you enough for your time that it takes away from you. Um, don't settle in a relationship that makes you miserable. Um, if you're already married, it's going to be difficult because I'm not one of those people that will say, leave your marriage. I would just say, love the one you're with and figure it out. People will say that's bad advice, but you already made that decision. You're here now. Um, marriage is sacred to me so it's difficult for me to just say perhaps you need to leave that marriage it depends on the context as well so it depends on if it is a situation where you're just experiencing abuse um, I would say seek counseling and I would say um, I'm not an expert so seek counseling from experts and then ask for direction again again this is where you even follow your heart because Sometimes you just need to, it's in your heart. You will know when a relationship is not going to work out and you will know if someone's going to be in your life forever. You would just know. Oh, is it just me? <laughs> um, so in, in, in different situations, you know, follow your heart. Follow your heart in what you want to do. If you are living in a disadvantaged country and you think that you would do better so much better in another country and that's going to cost you a fortune i would say listen take that risk make those investment and get out because you will be happy um happiness is such a treasure uh, you can't 
it's very difficult to obtain or to experience. So you need to start to put it down on paper. Let me give you more clarity. So if you're in a situation where it's just very cloudy and you don't have clarity with life, we all go through that. I want to tell you that right now, we all go through that. Everyone, I know it might seem like, oh, my friend looks like they're getting life right. Your friend is struggling. Trust me, everyone's struggling. It's just that we kind of are learning how to deal with it. So you might look at your friend and say, oh, she's got a good job. She's got um, a nice apartment or maybe she's even bought a house. She's happy in a relationship. She's probably engaged or she's married. Um, her, her pet loves her. Um, she's got good friends. She seems to be enjoying herself. Take great pictures. She's in the best buddy ever. That's what society wants you to. That's why I would say, uh oh, you need to just calm down and don't focus on superficiality. You need to focus on what's important. It's not about your neighbor, it's about you. Follow your dreams. Follow your heart. My question is, do you even know what that looks like? Do you know what your dreams are? If you are in a relationship that you're unhappy with, what does happiness look like to you anyways? So do you think that you'd be happy with a guy that gives you more money? Because some girls might be complaining about my husband or my boyfriend doesn't give me money. And that could just be something. And it's not a primary issue. That's something that could be fixed. So you just talk to your boyfriend and say, babes, because he might not even know. You might just be acting all independent. I can do it all by myself. And some guys are about asking you to receive. I know this for sure. My brother would say, listen, if you don't ask, you wouldn't, like the other person might not know because everybody's so consumed with their affairs and you might just be moving. And sometimes people just, I'm talking too fast. And sometimes people would just think that, I know your boyfriend, yeah, you would think that automatically you should be on his payroll. But no, that's not true and that's not fair. You might need to speak up sometimes and just say, I need help. Like just write SOS, you know, and just like, and he will appreciate it, I think. He, no, for sure he would, you know, especially someone that loves you. So back to my point, you need to let us know or let yourself know, not let us know, what that looks like what does happiness look like what does you know what does your what does do your dreams look like you can't just say oh you know what i'm getting out of this job i am fed up i need to leave meanwhile you have no plans or you have no vision of the future or or what you really want to do so you leave your job do you go back to another you know crappy job or is that the plan no so write it down just clear your head I know you might be feeling like really everything might just be looking very entangled and twisted in your mind. All you need to do is spill it on paper. And when you see it, sometimes when you see things, it might give you better clarity. I hope, I hope, I hope <laughs> I've made my point and I hope you can get something from this episode. I am just saying that sometimes in situations, things might just be embarrassing. You don't want to write a love letter, right? You might still be in bed and you've been thinking about this ex for the past seven months. You've loved him. You know it feels right. But the issue might be something very secondary or something very trivial. And you guys are leaning on it. And it's been seven months and you have a deep feeling. Your heart tells you very clearly that this guy is the love of your life. And he still wants you. And he still wants that relationship to work. 
dude, what are you waiting for? You need to take your ego, your pride, your anger, your insecurity, and just burn it and go and write a love letter. <laughs> write a love letter like me. Um, I would write letters to people I love. Um, oh, just send them lyrics. I can be romantic. <laughs> I don't know, but yeah, I I just thought I'll come on here and just chat chat with you like one on one, you know heart to heart and just let you know that it me writing that letter to and even me like talking about it to you guys is expressing vulnerability you know it's not easy just like in your laundry and people judging you for it um, but who cares life is for leaving and we're gonna make mistakes we're gonna what we had trying to hide nothing's hidden under the sun but yeah so it's very important that you are able to, you know, express yourself, follow your heart, how you feel, you know, and just ensure that you are being reasonable because sometimes you're following your heart and you could just be a selfish person, you know. So also analyze that. Are you a selfish person where when you follow your heart, you just make decisions um, so solely that affects you and you do not take the other person into consideration, um, which can be really unfair. Um, also that could just be something you need to work on before you start following your heart um, if you're selfish I know we're all about self-development I hope we're all about self-development also I don't want you to be too hard on yourself but it's very important we're improving ourselves and so that all the people around us can also enjoy us and we can enjoy ourselves you know it's not you against the world you know I know there's some people with that mindset where Oh my god, people just don't get me. Um, people, everyone, perhaps you need to evaluate something. You know, you're not being nasty to yourself or you're unfair to yourself. You need to just sometimes tell the truth to yourself. I hope I haven't diverted too far from the topic. But, but, guys, it's time to follow your heart. And can I ask, what does that look like? Anyways, um, so I've got my book on Amazon. It's available on Amazon. It's called Broken Porcelain. I think it's one of the nicest books you can ever read. I also have my t-shirts available on Teesprings. So um, just look for Plant Pores. And that's Plant, P-L-A-N-T-S, Pores, P-A-W-S. These are for plant lovers and dog lovers. If you are, you love the t-shirts that are sold on there. So I thank you so much, everyone, for listening into this podcast. I hope you do enjoy your week, weekend, whatever day you're listening to it. And I just hope everything works out well for you. Again, follow your heart. Love you. Bye.